switching, I finally cut the cord from cable, finally, after, I don't know, about five years of deciding to do this. I kind of buckled and got Disney Plus for my kids. So between Disney, Amazon, Criterion, and Netflix, I think we're going to be pretty good. So I'm just trying to sort of figure out what it is that I'm going to watch and when. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we're at a time when being a being a cinephile has really paid off. I mean, not yeah. not to minimize any any personal situations, but um, yeah, you definitely have your activities. Um, mm-hmm. And Mr. Jordan, what, what about you? Oh, film appetite is good. It's healthy. Uh, it's it's nice to have a show like this to have the excuse to watch some extra stuff too. Um, yeah, that my wife necessarily isn't interested in <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about some of those things <laughs> but we haven't cut the cable yet and uh that has also come in useful really so yeah yeah because there's some shows that still like you know for example i think i'll bring one up and when we cover some of the new announcements that we watched the world world show on epics oh cool it's pretty great yeah. okay well i i think we should just get into the show then because i'm yeah. i don't want to wait <laughs> i want to hear okay. that so Let's we're we're in the show um so okay alphabetically we have uh doug mccambridge how's it going doug i'm all right how are you aaron i'm i'm so happy to be back like i said before we start recording it's been since november it's been it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, I missed you. I mean, we, uh, as we mentioned, yeah. we've we've been in touch, and uh, and sure. and uh, you've you've had this great project. Uh, actually, I should call you Paul, which um, mixes up oh, the. Oh, nice. That's yeah. going to confuse a lot of people. Well, <laughs> we'll just be honest. He he runs Shit's Creek. Uh, is it, what's it called? The Shit's Creek podcast or what? Uh, it's called Shits and Giggles. Shits and Giggles. Sorry, and the, Jill. Jill made up the. Uh, the name i have to give her credit for it's that. a great name kudos jill yeah it is a great name and uh but you go under paul because you don't want to get a lot of anti-eugene levy hate mail i guess that's that's right yeah eugene <laughs> levy will be uh responding to my middle name which will never get to me at all so <laughs> yeah he's so divisive everybody hates right. eugene and sure and it's, it's been even longer uh jordan esso so i i think the last time we saw we spoke was when um when we had that, was it Riza? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. we had Riza on. It was over a year ago, I think. Yeah, wow. So it's it's good flies. to make a return. Yeah, and this time, you know, you, you can talk. I mean, you, you talked plenty. That was actually a really uh, fun show to do. And Yeah, uh, it was. And really enjoyed your perspective there, uh, you know, having gone through, uh, you know, kind of her class and, and given some live examples that you applied. Uh, no, it was fun. I'll put that show in the show notes. If you haven't listened to that, I think that's one of the better ones. Um, really fun show. That was the uh, the casting director of, I mean, she did a lot of things, but a lot of Oliver Stone movies, I think, is what she's primarily known for. And she yeah, t- but a t- director in her own right as well. And a director, yeah, we talked about that as well. And uh, yeah, very interesting and talented person. So, um, well, yeah, we're we're still still recording shows. Uh, I will share, and you know, people that are our Criterion Cast Patreons already know this, but this is the first time we're doing an unedited. Uh, version of the show on Patreon. It's on the Criterion Cast Patreon. So yes, uh, the co- uh, the coveted pee breaks are going to be back because <laughs> my bladder cannot make it through a full show. Uh, but uh, and if you haven't um, joined, uh, subscribed to that, uh, the next show will, will will be on there as well. That's what we're using. Um, so now, we... do I have to pretend to have to pee to be a team player for these pee breaks? We don't ask questions, you know. You okay. can just okay. you can just walk around the block for two minutes. 
I was gonna say, make Let me the, just get my mask the, on, and then I'll do that. Yeah, make the make go. the sound with your mouth. It's fine. Nobody's yeah. gonna know what's going on. <laughs> do, you th- do you think I'm really peeing all this time? I mean, come on. I'd have to have the bladder of a thimble. <laughs> You're right. Good point. <laughs> but it is it's fun. your brand, and and we have a lot of levity with that, and uh, and it's kind of like you know we're talking film, but it's uh, it's also a good time to unwind. And I know some people mm-hmm. prefer the pee breaks to the show. So who 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 to thunk? But it's great to have you guys back. <laughs> And it's great to be back, and we have, so just get into it if you don't mind, we have uh, July yeah, sure. July announcements. Uh, I was so thrilled. Uh, we were teased earlier this week with uh, the Bruce Lee announcement, and was curious if that would be it, because, you know, it, I, I don't want to get too much into our current, uh, you know, health health situation uh, that we're everybody's dealing with. You know, I, th- I want this to be a respite from that, but the fact is a lot of op- businesses aren't fully operating and i thought that you know maybe that would impact criterion so when we saw bruce lee i thought oh man that might be it for july i don't know if you guys felt the same way uh but uh we it wasn't so happy july (laughs) yeah yeah definitely yeah i was i was a little skeptical myself but then i i don't know i i kind of saw it and i thought there probably has to be something else coming i didn't know it would be a full slate of four slash five as they usually do i thought maybe a couple announcements but i kind of figured there'd be something else after this yeah i remember they they announced the bergman set and stuff by itself mm-hmm. so i thought and olympics mm, yeah so i thought maybe the bruce lee announcement wasn't necessarily an indication there wasn't more coming but i thought it was possible mm-hmm. well fortunately we had we had a few days to to let let the week uh <laughs> pass by and uh fortunately to our surprise or not surprise but our our pleasure uh we got uh, a total of five five titles and two of them are upgrades but one is a box set so um i will not complain and if you don't mind let's just dig right into them uh good stuff here so of course on the, so july and of course I, I don't know if it'll happen this year but usually july uh, coincides with the um the barnes and noble sale so mm-hmm. there's usually a box set, so uh, so we are going to get one. But uh, before that, we get War of the Worlds, which is uh, uh, 19. Actually, I don't have my list up, but um, but this one was a big surprise to me. Was War of the Worlds? Uh, it's 50, 53. 53. Thank you, yeah, Byron Haskin. So did any was this on anybody's radar whatsoever? No. no. no not at all not at all and this for me this is a huge blind spot this is a movie that i i feel like if anyone knows me i should have seen this decades ago i've never seen it i've never even seen the tom cruise remake um i'm excited about this one uh just because there's so much so much talk about this. I've heard about it for for so long, and I'm I'm I actually shocked myself that I'd never seen it before. So this is where I'm uniquely qualified to judge this release because not mm-hmm. only have I seen this, but I actually saw all of the War of the Worlds that I could find within the last month. Just <laughs> it happened to work out that way. Really? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched the Tom Cruise film for the first time. Um, we watched the that new uh, Epics television show, I guess the Studio Canal production uh, with Gabriel Byrne and Elizabeth McGovern. Um, and then this was announced, so then I watched this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this is this, this is probably the, the least exciting of the adaptations uh, for me, yeah. if I compared all three. The new TV show is excellent. Um, okay. 
it's really quite quite something. Um, uh, it's less faithful to the original material than both the Spielberg film and the Haskin uh, film are. Um, and there's there's a sort of there's a weakness in the source material that the ending feels a little abrupt. Hmm. Um, and that's that I think that's included in, in both of the of the films. But um, yeah, uh, the special effects are great. Uh, the 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 atmosphere is good. It's a little slow. Um, the characters aren't really fleshed out that well. There's some really great scenes and moments like some of the interludes um, with voiceover are, are particularly successful. And then there's some stuff inside a church when the, the, the Martian warships are destroying the city. Um, that's like a really, really nice sequence. Um, but I don't like this film as much as I like Robinson Crusoe on Mars. Have you seen it, Aaron? You know, I I haven't. I'm I'm like uh, Doug here. This is a blind spot. I, I feel like I should have. I've yeah, I've seen a lot of the others. Uh, the Spielberg. I know this, the Spielberg adaptation is a little divisive. Love kind of a love hate. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. Pretty pretty well done. I, um, but I, I think I think this release is really just encapsulates all of the War of the Worlds. Uh, I guess um, not. I mean, it only has th- this one movie. But the big deal is it has the Orson Welles. Uh, Mercury Theater adaptation. Um, yes. So, so yeah. that's, and you know, you can't have five movies, but it sort of represents this thing in in our culture, which started with Orson Welles, really, and uh, and of course Orson Welles is a fixture. So I, I almost, I'm not expecting this to be a great film, but I'm not all the all the same. I'm I'm kind of pleased to see it included. And when you look at the features, I mean, my word, they just. I mean, they really delivered here. So I was really, and you know, Orson Welles is just the tip of the iceberg. So, um, yeah, there's just... a discussion between H.G. Wells and Orson Welles, which I think mm-hmm. is going to be amazing to hear. War of the Wells. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> I, I can't wait to listen to the Joe Dante commentary. I, yeah. I'd listen to that. I'm, I'm very excited to hear what he has to say. And somebody asked, and I didn't look this up, but somebody asked if some if this is Joe Dante's first appearance on any disc, and um, and I, I it Ooh. might be. Uh, and Joe Dante is a, uh, yeah, he's somebody I I, tre- I treasure. So um, we we also have uh, you know someone who we interact with sometimes in our our group is Craig Barron. He's uh, doing a program about mm-hmm. the visual mm-hmm. effects, and I can't think of anybody more qualified than him. Yeah. And then there's also Ben Burt is joining him uh, to talk about the sound. Um, so yeah, that should be. Uh, great, and there's there's plenty more um, documentary, and then there's of course Orson Welles. So, so it sounds like Jordan, you're telling me that this is not the film itself is not worth looking forward to, but um, but the entire but package, the maybe? package, yeah, it's a great cover too. <laughs> Did you like the, yeah. the Spielberg, Jordan? I I was really with it until the end, and I, I guess that's like I said, the weakness in the source materials that that yeah. suddenly it's just oh. You know, something about the Earth bacteria is is going to cause the invasion to fail. Um, I just feel like that that should probably be maybe structured a little differently to make yeah. it feel less like you fall off a cliff at the end of the narrative. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't really care about spoiling a, <laughs> a hundred year right. uh, old that's pretty much <laughs> a permeated in our culture, but it is kind of a Deus Ex Machina type of ending, you know. Yeah, um, not the best written. So um, before well, that, I, guess, I was really I was really with it, and Dakota Fanning in particular is yeah, very yeah. impressive. But it is I, I love getting surprises, and uh, this is was yeah. yeah I was like well, really this so um, so yeah very very pleased to get this. 
Uh, all right, well, we then have a couple titles coming out on, on the 14th of July. And so the big one, and I think this might be the biggest, uh, as far, at least as far as running time, is the Bruce Lee uh, box set. It is his greatest hits, which is an interesting way of titling it. Um, I, I kind of rem- I'm reminded of the, the Jack to me is there's the essential. So does that mean there's <laughs> is there going to be his worst, his least good hits <laughs> coming? I don't know if his least good hits are coming. I I'm not sure if they're going to swap a few of these over. Ooh, mm-hmm. hot take. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And then maybe have you know a third box utter shite. So uh, so Doug, uh, that's a temp. How how do you feel about Mr. Lee? No, it, it's I I don't. It's very interesting, you know, growing up um, as I believe Aaron and I, you and I are roughly the same age, Jordan, I'm not 100% sure. Um, When the Karate Kid came out, there was suddenly this huge (laughs) interest in Bruce Lee. And I saw, I think I've seen all of these films and I've revisited them actually a couple of times and... I don't know, this might sound terrible. I, I don't like any of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I am not. This is this is something that I may get for the supplements. But honestly, to be totally honest, I have no interest in watching any of these films again. <laughs> so, Doug, we want total honesty. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. But, and, and, and you're you're not uh, you're not alone in that. Uh, and uh, there there's another t- title in this this month's announcements that uh, has mm-hmm. gotten some hate as well, which we'll get into. But yeah, I don't think anybody is well. There are the fans, you know, kind of like the Godzilla sure. Godzilla movies. Yes. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's an audience for this, uh, and and they are probably not the audience for Bergman or Kurosawa. Um, but there is an audience, and I think it does represent uh, an, a type of film, an era in film. So there is that, you know, I, I'd say some importance. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm resigned to the fact that Criterion is not just Fellini and uh, you know oh, yeah, yeah. Tarkovsky. Yeah. No, definitely. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to defend the films. I've probably seen. I'm actually just looked. I've seen. Wow. Well, I just pulled up his letterbox, and I've seen two of 61 Bruce Lee films, so I couldn't tell you <laughs> which two they are. So I'll be adding probably, well, let's see, Enter the Dragon and um, what's the other one? Fist of Fury? Yeah, probably Fist of Fury. No, The Way of the Dragon. So I've seen, oh, okay. I've seen oh. the two dragon movies. So yeah, I haven't seen Fist of Fury, at least that I remember. I probably saw it when I was a kid, you know, around... There's a there's a good a Rift Tracks version if you want to check it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> a, a Fist of Fury? Yes. I, I wish they would have included that on the disc. <laughs> um, I have but... epically failed to see any of these. I, I have tried three times in my life to find an entrance point for Bruce Lee. Um, when I was a kid, my dad thought my brother and I would love Enter the Dragon and we couldn't appreciate it. We like <laughs> Commando and <laughs> Predator, but we couldn't find a way to <laughs> appreciate this film. And then I actually studied uh, Chinese martial arts for a little while when I was living in Portland and our instructor Min Vu tried to show us some Bruce Lee films and I couldn't appreciate them either. And then I tried to watch Fist of Fury when this was announced. Um, there's a dubbed version on Amazon, so that's clearly not the way to watch it. Mm. But I don't know. Uh, I, I'm with you guys. I, I really don't think these films are for me. Uh, I, the Godzilla films aren't really for me either, but I, I certainly see it as a natural fit inside that certain area of the brand. 
that's fine. The it, this is the the oh, it's not for me, but I'm glad everybody else is happy. Yes, take um, exactly. We, 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 see, we saw that with the Godzilla. I, I I actually am genuinely excited about this. I mean, I, and kind of like I, I'm not like I'm not as excited as about say something like Godzilla as say the Coco trilogy, which is more up my alley. But I I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun, and I, I think we'll probably talk about Jackie Chan at some point. You know that that kind of surprised me how much I enjoyed that. Even though I'm not going to say that those are masterpieces, uh, but it does capture a type of cinema. And I'm also going to say that we are going to do an episode after this comes out with a special guest who is, um, you know, going to be uh, going to speak to a lot of this uh, from a place of experience and um, and authority or or oh. I guess credibility. So uh, so I'm looking forward to that too. So yeah, okay, it might not be for everybody. Definitely not for you two. Are you guys going to buy yeah. it? But again, like I said, I mean, these special features are amazing. So if anyone has even a little interest in this, I think this is well worth picking up just to dig through all of these extra features. <laughs> yeah, it might take some time. Uh, there's six audio commentaries. Yeah. So, yeah. And the packaging's town. beautiful. I love that mm-hmm. yellow. I like mm-hmm. the different uh, different uh, pictures for the different various films. The packaging's probably be really nice. Yeah, I think it's. I, I'm imagining it probably a, a some sort of digipack. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna. Yeah, I, I think it's a special release. I think it's gonna sell copies. So you know, it's. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm I, anything that's going to impact their bottom line po- positively, you know, so that we get some of the yes. uh, more obscure titles, um, is yeah. makes me happy. So I'm not gonna go through the special features because there's a ton of them. But oh right, <laughs> uh, it's gonna take. This is gonna be an invest a time investment. So hopefully I'm done with Bergman and. Uh, and everything by then can dive into it, but um, oh, you're never done with Bird. <laughs> well, the box set. I'm actually pretty close to, <laughs> yeah. But that box set is a lifelong experience. Um, why? Well, good. That's the box set of the month. Um, yeah. you know, I think there'll be more to come, but uh, I'm happy. I'm happier about the next one though. That's also coming out that day, and I probably will put this one in the player first, which is uh, Preston Surge's The Lady Eve. Yeah. So, so yes. one of those. Um, one of those. DVD only upgrades or films that we've been waiting for an upgrade for quite some time. I'll admit it's this is an intentional blind spot. I've seen pretty much all all of the um, surges, and I've been just waiting for this a better format for this. Oh, you haven't so, seen this? I have it on DVD. Oh. I just I've just been waiting. Yeah, purposely. Yeah, I love surges, but oh, it's so kind of, good. Well, I haven't seen uh, what Harold Diddleback. Um, I think that's the only one left. So. Yeah, that's what I've heard, and I'm that's my expectations couldn't be higher, and I think it'll it'll meet them. So, so Doug, Lady Eve. Yeah, I I uh, unlike you, I finally stopped waiting. I, I assumed Criterion <laughs> would upgrade this at some point, and it was probably about a year ago. It was on TCM, um, and and I just watched it, and it's it's as wonderful as I thought it would be. I mean, I love. All of Sturgis's films that I've seen, this is a wonderful performance by Stanwyck, of course, and this is one that I'm going to get immediately, and I don't care that I've seen it, uh, I think, twice since then, So, uh, but it doesn't matter. Nice. I'm going to put it in immediately. This is a wonderful film. Sturgis' films are so rewatchable, yes. so yeah, yep. I, I, 
I've been tempted. I've, I've seen that DVD multiple times, and I'm like, but I, I have heard that the the transfer wasn't that good. So I don't know. Maybe my my first time I wanted to, it to be special, as they say. And this is a four <laughs> yeah. K digital restoration, so it should be a pretty yeah. uh, pretty good experience. So uh, so Jordan, are you uh, um, into this one? Oh yeah. Oh, I think this is maybe my favorite Sturgis film. Um, I, I the Barbara Stanwyck performance, like like Doug said, it's amazing. Um, it's it's really the reason to watch this um even though the without spoiling anything like the physical comedy from fonda is pretty great as well it's really funny this film is charming it's funny um it it really warrants thinking about more deeply i think that it's actually saying something pretty interesting about the psychology of people as well as you know just being great in entertainment um I do hate the cover. Yeah, there's <laughs> really... that. there's there's some cover hate on that, and I'm, I'm yeah I'm sensitive to cover yeah. hate, but I yeah I haven't seen this, but the people in the that photo well one kind of looks a little bit like Harry Henry Fonda, <laughs> kind of like yeah but, it's not close though maybe like Tom Joe ten years later maybe <laughs> <laughs> no Stanwick is not close at all I don't know who that person is so. Yeah. yeah, I, I well, Doug, you are a uh, an illustrator and have done cover art, so I sure. I think you if anybody's gonna crap on the the cover, it's gonna be you. So let's hear it. I, I kind of like it. I okay. I mean, yeah. honestly, I I don't have an issue with it. I think if we're talking caricatures, it's okay. I understand that people might not think that that's Barbara Stanwyck, and it's <laughs> totally not. But it it doesn't bother me. Um, I kind of wished, and, and Aaron, you haven't seen it yet, but I kind of wish for a, sort of a snake on the cover, but it's, <laughs> I don't know, it's not there. Mm. So, uh, no, but I'm, I'm totally okay with this. This doesn't bother me. This isn't getting the uh, Clooney Brown hate, I don't think, <laughs> uh, that that did, and uh, I was okay with what they ended up with that. Yeah, and frankly, I... I... I think Clooney Brown is a better cover than this. Better uh, of cover, course, yeah. Okay. Of course, I you know I, I'm on record. I and I, I'm you know I'm biased because I'm friends with that the cover artist, uh, and I've talked yeah. to her since. And uh, and we'll we'll have her on the show. I, that's going to be a tough tough topic to broach. But um, now, what if this was tinted teal, except for the apple? <laughs> be way better. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I, the I teal think, snake would really be what could sell. Yes. It. From what I've heard, and since I haven't seen the movie, I can't really speak to this. But I've heard that that whoever designed the cover it sound, it looked like they hadn't seen the movie so i i doubt that's the case but uh yeah you never know anyway it looks like the supplements are pretty much a direct port except for there's one new one um which is an interview with uh his son and biographer tom sturges and friends so i don't know if these are <laughs> tom sturges his buddies in high school or if it's you know uh, other people from <laughs> from Sturgis's life, uh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You're not used to seeing and friends. Yeah, I, w- I would hope it's someone related to the film. <laughs> oh, and they're <laughs> related to Sturgis in some way, just not his college buddies home for the right. weekend. <laughs> right. Some some vagrant just stopped by, and uh, they gave him some food. Um, there is an, an, also a, a new uh, video essay, so I'm I'm always excited about those. Um, yeah. I, I was like a little something new. It's it just makes a lot a lot of difference. So, yeah, exciting. I it's finally come. So I yeah. I can can stop waiting. So the next. So then we have the, the end of the month, and we have uh, the the twenty first. Oh, and I, I should mention that War of the Worlds is the first Paramount title. Uh, I I don't know mm. if, if ever, but uh, this could lead to other um, some interesting titles. I saw there was a little brief discussion over on Criterion Forum about it. Um, 
but who knows? I mean, it's all speculation. Yeah. You, know, you just take every Paramount film and and, and you know, <laughs> just make a massive wish list. So, yeah, but right. but we have our first Netflix uh, film, uh, unless you count Roma. But the first one of this, I guess, second deal, and that is Noah Baumbach's uh, Marriage Story. So fresh off its Oscar campaign uh, from last year, I probably oh, except for. This is the second 2019 film because we had uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So Marriage Story. So this one has been getting a lot of hate. And I think Baumbach is becoming kind of a, a little bit of a divisive director. You know, he, he certainly is New York, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, upper class, preppy maybe. Um, so, Doug, let's uh, let's hear your thoughts. Take yeah, your best shot. I mean, he, he seems to be a criterion darling as of late, let's say. Um, I... I I will get this, yes, but after seeing it, and it's a great film. I'm, I'm not saying that it's not, but this is not going immediately in the player like Lady Eve. I mean, mm-hmm. this is something that I'm happy to have on my shelf. I'm happy that I've seen it. I, I have no issue with this being added into the collection. I, I don't understand where that hate comes from. I'm happy to have it, but it's not a film that I'm going to put you know, on a loop in my home. <laughs> is there any film you put on a loop in your home <laughs> uh just uh let's say stalker sure why not sure okay <laughs> nice i don't believe that for a second <laughs> that that would be a weird place uh invite, right. your, invite your friends over um yeah. so, so uh, uh uh jordan what do you think marriage story uh i didn't know there was hate for this that baffles me Uh, i I think this film is amazing uh it was like my second favorite film of last year um i think it's a return to form for bombach who i still think of squid and the whale as as his like masterpiece and Mm -hmm. i haven't always enjoyed these subsequent efforts just because i inevitably Mm -hmm. compare them to the first one um and then there was that other netflix film that he did um and like you know i'm I've been in the art world and I, I couldn't relate to those people. I just, I, I feel like, yeah, sometimes this person's uh, touchstone for life experiences feels a little detached and remote. Mm-hmm. Um, but here I, I didn't feel that at all. I mean, I really feel like there's something quite special going on here. Um, Was that the uh, Meyerowitz stories? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't make it through it. Yeah. Really? Okay. I, I kind of like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there there is some hate, and I, maybe it's just been more pronounced in a few uh, pockets of the internet. I mean, there's there's hate everywhere you look in the internet, um, but yeah, I, I, and maybe it's kind of that uh, you know it was highly buzzed about, and there's always going to be a little bit of backlash, uh, especially a, a film about. I, I, I can see some some people, you know, poking holes at sort of the plot and uh, you know where where it ends up. Um, I, I didn't love the film as much as others. I don't think I liked it as much as either of you, but I didn't hate it. Uh, my wife kind of hated it, <laughs> but but I like Bombac, and I, I yeah I'm I'm willing to give it a look. Um, I do like the company uh, piece, uh, the you know that that segment, and I, I like that uh, Bombac. I guess except for maybe Meyerowitz and maybe a couple others, you know I think he's a a, a good modern uh, director. I'll, I'll say auteur. Why not? And um, and he's getting the, getting the Wes Anderson treatment for the most part, um, and there's a and it looks like they, you know, they um, anticipated some sort of release because there's a lot of supplements. Yeah, yeah, looks like a really great package, um, especially considering 
when something shows up on Netflix, your expectation is that there won't be supplements ever. So this is this is quite a treat, I think. I'm just wondering where that where's the kicking and screaming upgrade? Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what I'm I'm really I don't know. I'm confused why that hasn't come yet. I would assume before Marriage Story, before Squid and the Whale, I would have assumed we would have gotten that already. I don't I don't know. Hmm. Good, cool. And and yeah, it's not completely the Wes Anderson treatment either because he did uh Mistress America and oh. uh let me hold on. And uh oh yeah, he's done quite a few. There's uh, Greenberg, Greenberg, Margot, Margot the Wedding, Margot the Wedding, yeah. uh, while we're young. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's still a, still a few. Uh, I and yeah, I think it's safe that not all of them may be Criterion caliber. Uh, maybe he's not. Well, you, know, you could say the same thing about Wes Anderson too. Um, some people might. But any any features here or supplements that you look exciting to you? Okay. I mean, we're, I'm assuming the <laughs> cast interviews are going to be something of higher quality than like the EPK stuff you get on a. Yes, oh, yeah. so, I'm thinking so. Yeah, there's a making of. So sometimes those are neat. Yeah. I l- love the Roma one. Um, I, I think they'll probably appear. On, some of them will be on Netflix. I'm guessing, and they like to. Uh, what do you guys just before I move on? Uh, do you mm-hmm. are you looking forward to any of the other Netflix uh, titles that have been rumored? I, want I don't. To do, even I lost. Go ahead, Doug. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say what's been rumored. I'm I'm in the dark here. Uh, Atlantic's American Factory, uh, Irishman. Oh. Irishman is the big one, yeah. And I, there's one I'm think I'm forgetting. Okay. I hope it's All I right. lost my body. That's the one I really want them to do. Yeah, it's not that. I might maybe I'm not forgetting it. That might be it. So anyway, we'll move on. Uh, marriage. <laughs> yes, story. on the Irishman. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, and, and I, I, I'm sure that Irishman, just like Marriage Story, they probably have been doing something, um, some special behind the scenes. I would love to see the behind the scenes on that yeah. one. Um, so the last one is uh, an upgrade that uh, has also been long in um, long in anticipation, and it's Takes a Cherry by uh, Abbas Kiarostami. Uh, we'll, let's start with the cover. What do, what do you think of this little kind of shadowed and tinted orange, I guess, cover? I, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I like. I really do like the cover of the DVD edition, though. I'm surprised they didn't just carry mm-hmm. that over but i i do like the look of this and aaron i took your uh sort of lady and lady eve approach with this i have not seen it i've been Ooh. waiting for an upgrade and i'm very excited it's finally here did you see coker and have you seen yes okay yes. did you like mm-hmm. coker yeah i i really did anything else that he did that's on blu-ray uh, i have seen yes and I, okay. i've just been sort of holding out for this I think that that's probably the most translatable experience. So if you like Coker Trilogy and, and kind of that pace, I, oh, think, okay, good. I think you'll like Taste of Cherry. It's not rapid fire. Uh, you know, um, one thing that uh, Kiarostami in a lot of his films loves dra- people driving in cars and right. uh, get ready. There's a lot of that in, in Taste of Cherry. So, <laughs> okay. so Jordan, what do you think? Oh, well, uh, as far as the cover's concerned, I, I love the cover. It's so beautiful. I, um, I love it too, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I, there's a little bit of hate towards the cover. And I can't I think imagine. It, there's people I think are crazy. <laughs> I think it's more just because some people really do like the uh, the DVD cover, and I think it is a yeah. really nice uh, illustration there. Uh, what do you think of the movie, Jordan? I think it's my favorite uh, Chris Tommy film. Oh, wow. I, I love okay. the Coco trilogy, but this is just such a special film, uh, and I won't spoil anything um, for Doug. But yeah, you have a you have a treat coming to see this. It's a it's sort of a strange tangent. Um, you know, you talk about there's a lot of driving in 
Kirstami's work, and mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of like roads that go up Iranian hillsides. Yeah, know? yeah. And I was thinking, beautiful. There could, there'd be a really interesting, I think, dissection of his relationship to landscape in in, um, in contrast to like traditional Iranian miniature painting, where huh. in a, in traditional Iranian miniature painting. It's kind of like Western painting before the advent of the picture plane. Like there's no there's no perspective in terms of like items uh, tapering or getting smaller. They're, they just place them further up on the the canvas. Um, and and those roads are kind of accomplish that same sort of organization of space. And yeah. I just wonder I wonder if there is a a deliberate relationship there. I, I, yeah, well, I, I would be curious. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of look for that. I don't. I don't really know the uh, the Iranian art very very much, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, as I rewatch this, uh, I'm I'm with you. I think this is. Uh, I don't. I, I'm up in the air between this and close up as uh, as my favorites. But yeah. I mean, they're they're two different types of films. It's almost like kind of picking your favorite children. Yeah. But yeah, there is a um, there's an interview with a, a Iranian film scholar, so maybe that'll come up. And uh, there's a, an older interview with Kirsami himself, and then we have a short uh, the sketch film for uh, Tasa Cherry called Project, which is a um, um, it was made with uh, Baman Kirsami, so he's mm-hmm. not the person that leaked, has leaked everything. Who is Ahmad Kirsami? Um, so must have a, uh, at least two sons. So, but I, I always love his short films as well. So yeah, excitement's pretty high. So, and, and Aaron, I, I don't want to derail this, but you saw close up. How was I not aware of this? I know that it was the whole, the whole thing between, you know, behind <laughs> Cartier and close up. You'd never seen it. When did you see that? I, I guess we kind of just gave up cause we're never going to end. Well, okay. no, no, whole, no, no. I know <laughs> the whole thing was our last show of close up was going to be close up, but yeah. we just realized that we were, we, yeah, close up is one of those. We just want it there when we have and as, as oh. i speak it's currently not on a feed <laughs> i need to actually get it on a feed but it's that show is not over so we'll do All another right. episode no, it's, someday it's that is an amazing film i i was so i didn't know what i was going to get into when i started watching that it, it was mm-hmm. I, I it was phenomenal i i love that that's that's easily my favorite of his so if this comes Close to that. I know you said it's different. I get it. It's different, yeah. Um, but that was that was a fantastic film. Yeah, it's been a couple of years. Keep up, Doug. <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, you just so wanted to know why you buried the lead on that whole thing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just kind of, well, first off, I'll mention that there is a Bruce Lee trailer that uh, they, they released, and those are always fun. So I'll, I'll put that in the notes, and feel free to click click on that and take a look and see if you're excited. I, I always think those are fun. Um, and I also mentioned that we um, got some gift cards. So I just want to ask: Are you going to order these through the Criterion website since there are gift cards? And who knows what's going on with uh, with um, Barnes and Noble? Or are you going to wait for the sale? Man, uh, I was somehow. I'm not sure how this happened. I was one of the very early people to get a gift card. I already used mine up, <laughs> uh, so so I will I will be getting some of this stuff through Barnes and Noble. Hopefully. Because I have some gift cards sitting around for Barnes and Noble. <laughs> okay, that, that 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 works out. What about you, Jordan? Did well? Did you get a gift card? I did get a gift card. In fact, I think I got two. Um, yeah, me too. The one that came early and one that came a little bit later. Um, so um, I have to be a disciplined boy these days. So I think I'm going to wait for a sale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I will use my gift cards. Uh, and nice yes, I, I I will sure, surely get uh, surely get some of these. Okay. Well, you can save your gift cards for a flash sale. 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, I did the math. I, I use mine up, so I on at Criterion. I, I just I don't know. I kind of like. I've been ordering directly for them from them for really all this year, and I've kind of dug it. So I still that. think they have the thirty percent off thing too. So. And the, and there's that, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. got so so got the thirty percent off, got twenty dollars off. So it really wasn't. I it was about what I'd probably spend at uh, uh, Barnes Noble, maybe a little more. But you, what's great about that is you get them early, and well, now in our current situation, I should say you get them. Not terribly late, <laughs> if that right, makes sense. Right, right. So I, this this week's shipment is actually going to arrive on Wednesday. Usually, it would be here on Saturday. So you know, and you I'll, can't get those postcards at Barnes and Noble. So get those postcards. Go. Those there things are amazing. They're I great. Love them. They're great. And it's probably a good time to support Criterion directly. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. More support, go Criterion. Thank you. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we have some recent releases, so I'm uh, just curious what your thoughts are. Of course, as we're recording, uh, we don't have Army of Shadows and Destry Rides again. They're coming out this coming Tuesday, but by the time most of you are listening, they'll be out. So we have Showboat and The Prince of Tides as well. So I'll just go alphabetically. Doug, do you have any thoughts on either of these four? I don't have... Well, I have Army of Shadows, uh, the original Blu-ray by Criterion. I love the film. I have not seen any of these other ones. I feel like I should have seen Prince of Tides at some point on HBO, you know, <laughs> as, a, as a 13, 14-year-old kid. I feel like it was on, but I have never seen any of these other films. Maybe you did. Maybe you did. Uh, what, yeah. about, what about you, Jordan? I've seen all of them. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah Showboat <laughs> is... It surprised me. Um, <laughs> I usually hate musicals. You know, I, you, mm. I just don't like him. Um, Interesting. Huh. But I really like this. Uh, I saw two musicals recently I really liked, and maybe it's maybe it's me who's changed. <laughs> maybe I've grown. <laughs> uh, I saw Cover Girl as well on the channel. I thought that was a great musical. Huh. Um, so I can't wait to see this high definition because I saw it uh, in standard, and it looks like it would really benefit from seeing some uh, some of that imagery a little more with more detail. Uh, Prince of Tides. I I am aware that people hate that this is the collection. <laughs> yes, uh, speaking of hate. Yeah, and you know it is what it is. I I think it's you know it's an enjoyable movie. I think if this movie had been made in the '40s, people wouldn't feel this way about it. Like it, I think it hmm. has something to do with the fact that it's you know more recent uh, studio film with Barbara Streisand at the helm. Um, but yeah, I mean if you if this is at all your kind of genre, it's it's a good movie. Um, I'd look out for the chemistry between Nick Nolte and Blythe Danner. I think that's the yeah, that's the nice part of that film. Uh, Army of Shadows. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, uh, me and David and uh, William Rimmers covered it on Criterion Reflections. Oh, cool! Um, early on, and uh, yeah, it's like the best Melville film. You know, it's fantastic. Love that it suggests other things returning to the fold. <clears throat> Contempt uh, would be great. And let's see, Destry Rides again. Um, it's not a it's not a amazing film. It's sort of kind of a recycled plot, you know, of the the moral shell sheriff in an immoral town that you see in a lot of westerns. Um, but the again, the chemistry is the attraction here. Um, Marlena Dietrich and Jimmy Stewart are so good together, uh, and Jimmy Stewart's really good in this. They're both good in it. Dietrich's always good, but um, yeah, this is is worth watching for their performances. Okay, well, I, I can't wait for. I'm, I'm 
not that's probably not going to be my top criterion i'm just predicting but it's that's one i haven't seen so well i'll, I'll share that i've i've watched the criterions of both prince of tides and showboat and i came into uh showboat loving it and i'm kind of i'm kind of like you um jordan that i have trouble with musicals but some i really love i mean all that jazz is like one of my favorites uh, Showboat is also one of my favorites. Uh, really, uh, mm. and it, and it's really a, a pleasant movie. So you know, if you're looking for something somewhat uplifting, I, I would recommend it. And and I, I can hear Paul Robeson doing Old Man River, you know, yeah. <laughs> all day. I mean, it's it's great. So and really nice, neat features. There's actually a really good one about race, the way it handles race. And I think when I when when this was announced, I mentioned that this is one of those '30s movies that kind of does a pretty good job with race. Although and, it does have some blackface in it, and so yeah. I, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, it's it's a little transgressive with uh, with race as well, uh, but I, I don't I won't spoil the feature. I, I highly recommend you watch that because because um, the way they phrased it is it's a complicated uh, portrayal of race, and uh, so some some good, some bad. Uh, Prince of Tides, I, I had seen it when I was growing up, or no, I, I guess I was an adult, um, and I, when it came out, and I thought it was a, a good, good movie. Um, I'll share that I live in South Carolina, so a lot of those stories uh, I, are kind of familiar to me. Uh, those locations are where my my wife's um, uh, family lives, uh, the what they call the Low Country. And um, I'll say that I, I kind of disliked the movie on on rewatch. Uh, so, and I'd say you mentioned the chemistry between uh, Nolte and Danner. I actually kind of really found that relationship a lot more interesting than the Streisands. So yeah, it is. I, I'm, I'm not a, a Streisand hater, but I, I don't think she's very strong in this movie. And mm-hmm. I, and, it's some, and sometimes the direction is a little ham-fisted, too. So, um, so yeah, I didn't love it this time. Um, but I thought Nolte was good. I thought really everything... I, I apologize. I know Streisand has a lot of fans, but everything but Streisand I liked. So, um, <laughs> anyway, Army of Shadows is a masterpiece. So, coming soon, we have um, some fun films. And... Doug, I'm sure you've seen at least one of these. So we have the... uh, exactly one, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, so Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, <laughs> The Cremator, and Me and You and Everyone We Know. So what do you think of uh, Wes Anderson, Doug? <laughs> I I love Wes Anderson. I mean, if you if you know Wes Anderson, you know what you're going to get. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't seen this since it was in the theater, so that was quite a while ago, and I know this is just like a lot of Wes Anderson, people know that his stuff has come into Criterion and it's kind of like, well, it's a matter of time. And I feel like what's it been three years, five years. People have been wondering when this <laughs> yeah, was long. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what I absolutely love is I guess it was on Twitter, maybe Facebook, just showing the packaging of this thing. I, mm-hmm. I am very excited for yeah. this. I'm excited for the, the poster. Uh, there, there seemed to be a little postcard thing. Uh, I'm so into, I mean, that's why I get physical media. I want to pull out the poster. I want, mm-hmm. even if it's a, you know, the, the, the notes and, and you pull it out in an accordion fold and it makes a nice picture. I will hang that on my wall. I am more than happy to do that. So I'm thrilled about this release and I'm thrilled to watch it again. It really has been a long time. And I feel like I've seen the rest of his films Probably everything more than three to four times. I've only seen this once. I can't wait to see it again. Hmm, cool. All right. Well, and then I'll kick it to you, Jordan. For do you have you seen the Cremator or uh, Grand Boot or, or uh, me and you and everyone I know? Or and you're welcome to comment on um, uh, 
Grand Budapest if you'd like. Yeah, I, uh, I've seen all of these as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, the Cremator is amazing. Like, it's really this beautiful, unsettling, mesmerizing uh, piece of Czechoslovak film. Like, uh, it might be the best one. I mean, I don't know. That's I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so incredibly unique, it, and the the companion short they put on there uh, is a really nice fit. Like it's not just the same, uh, this is Yuraj Hertz. Uh, it's not just another short film by him, but it has the same kind of hallucinatory sinister energy. Uh, so this is, this is incredible. This is, uh, the cover's incredible. This is one of the most exciting yes. releases of the year, I think. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Grand Budapest is, is good. It's upper echelon uh, Anderson. I, don't adore this movie but i like things about it a lot especially ray fines mm. and mm. yeah the packaging is fun um although i i do kind of like the um this is more like a, a return to the, the eric anderson type covers and i prefer the ones that they were doing just before this with fantastic mm -hmm. mr fox and um moonrise kingdom i think i like mm -hmm. those better uh you me uh, me you and everyone we know uh so miranda july you know comes from the art world so yeah um, performance art yeah, so I was introduced to her work when I was in art school um, with a short she had called Nest of Tens, and then I was, like, all in on her. Um, uh, so it's very exciting. I have only actually seen this film once. I haven't seen it since it came out. I remember liking it a lot. Um, but I would say, like, the fact that they included Nest of Tens, which I've only seen once, but I saw it in a classroom situation so that I couldn't revisit it, um, this is very exciting to be able to, to see that again because for a long time I thought that's her best film. I don't know if that's going to remain true but i thought me you and everyone we know is superior to the future and i know kajillionaire is getting good reviews out of sundance but uh this is this is a really great uh collection of extras as well so this mm -hmm. is this is a fantastic release uh well uh michael uh michael hutchins shared that there were some janice page editions so this is kind of fun uh, we have uh, town bloody hall by um Baker and chris hedges which I haven't seen, but that um, it was rumored to come out uh, Janice films for a while. But I think the, the not that that's not interesting, but the other two are more interesting to me. Uh, one is The Gleaners and I, two years later, which is a revisitation of uh, of that film on by uh, Agnes Barda. And then there's Ten on Ten, which is a documentary about the film Ten by uh, speaking of which uh, Abbas Kiristami. So that kind of leads me to believe that they're you know that both had been rumored to have box sets. Um, so I'm yeah i'm kind of excited but look more box sets come on bring them uh, i i just that varda like why don't we have a varda box set by now i i, I don't know it's it's just me being greedy i guess and every <laughs> single month that goes by i think how has this not happened how do i not have cleo five to seven yet like i i don't get it well rosalie said it would be this year so maybe it'll maybe it'll be later this year um although you know obviously some things have happened so yeah. it might not be and and uh abbas so the, the the offspring of these two uh major directors um have leaked spilled the beans um but who knows uh, he had said that the kiristami box set is i kind of wonder if maybe he just meant that Kiristami films are coming out, so maybe just ten yeah. is going to come out since we've seen. You know, we got Coker and now um, uh, Cherry Tree, or Taste of Cherry. I, I keep thinking of that cover. <laughs> yeah, and again, I know he's a prolific director, but if you're if you're going to make a box set now, haven't you put out everything of substance that should be in that box set? I mean, I know that's that's doing a disservice to all of the the many many films he's made, but I, I would just find that 
pretty surprising if that was the case. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Any yeah. thoughts on these, Jordan? Well, is it ten that's rumored or ten on ten? Which is the one? Ten, ten on ten is a documentary about ten. Uh, right. So it's so it's I guess both. Okay. That'll, that'll probably be a supplement, which is what. Yeah, that'd be great. It was a supplement, I think, on the artificial eye release of Taste of Cherry. Oh really? Huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well. But they're they're both like can films. Uh, they would be great paired together. That'd be really exciting. Um, I've only seen the first of the Varda films, the original Gleaners and I, and I enjoyed it. But I saw it at a time when I didn't really know who Varda was. So worth revisiting. Same. And I I think I saw Gleaners and I. I I, I don't remember. Um, but I probably should. So yeah, maybe I haven't. Um, and then this next person and. Hold that thought. Uh, Jie Zhangxi, I, I think. Is that right? I think C- it's Jia Zhangka, something close to that. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. So we're working on a 4K uh, restoration of his movie Platform. And I saw, and I forget the title, but another one of his movies is coming out. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, from what I hear, uh, I, I've only seen the world, but I, I hear he's put out uh, quite a body of work. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it would be the first Chinese film in the collection, which is, uh, I, I guess, is one car Y counts, right? Well, this would be mainline China. Mainline, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mainland, yeah. any opinions on on him from either of you? It's a great film. It's a really, really, really great film, and uh, yeah, I think the this is a, a nice entrance to his work, and I, I hope it. I hope it foretells further releases, but this is a really, really special film. Wow, Jordan, you have seen everything. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, I'll just hang up, and then you guys can just do the rest of the show. <laughs> no, no. Stay here. Well, I, I'm sure you, you have an opinion on the next guy. So um, there's also a rumor about uh, W.C. Fields uh, coming back. Uh, there was a uh, six W.C. Fields, and on a personal note, I moved, and I lost that somewhere on the move. Oh. So I'm hope that this comes back or maybe i'll find it uh, but what actually happened is on the blu-ray forums there's the the kino lorber uh oh no i'm sorry this might have been on facebook um yeah so it was he he said that there was a uh, another wc fields title in the works and all others are coming on from criterion who knows what that means i don't know if it'll be another box but it's good to know they have the rights to um and i think wc fields is just a genius so yes. doug no, I, I'm I'm very excited if this is the case. Like you said, Kino said that they have, I think they have two films, two yeah. of W.C. Fields' films, and they said the others. I guess that means every <laughs> single other film, which is <laughs> yeah. wild, is with Criterion. So I would assume that there has to be some sort of box set. I, I mean, they could, this could be their next thing once they're done uh, with the, you know, the Chaplin stuff that they're releasing um, maybe they're going to start with these Fields films and release them one at a time, but it feels primed for a box set to me. Yeah, it does. And I just pull up, there's an eBay of uh, the six short films. It's out of print, $40. So uh, that's the one I lost, yeah. but uh, maybe it's yeah. somewhere in a box. Uh, do you have an opinion on uh, Mr. Fields, Jordan? Well, I was just mourning the fact that we won't get a little drawing to tease the box set because I'm imagining like yeah. a, a toilet, right? Stretching I over know. several <laughs> agricultural fields would be be a good clue. I don't have a lot yes. of thoughts on WC Fields. Yeah, I've been, been mourning those drawings for a while now, so I'm just going to move on. <laughs> so, well, Rosie, picture, uh, well, you know, Rosie, making roses out of uh, 
out of mud, I guess. Uh, there, there was really a nice Criterion fundraiser uh, a couple weeks ago to um, to lift Art House Film, and Criterion and Janus uh, they donated quite a bit themselves. I, I see that it's up to four hundred thousand. I'll put the link in the notes in case you want to participate. Uh, so this is really just to save indie theaters, which I think are vital to mm-hmm. uh, to everything. You know, you know, these are more uh, repertory screenings that that probably we uh, we dig. I I just missed to come and see um, screening that uh, because of the theater closed. So um, yeah, it's close to my heart. But good on uh, Criterion to do that. Um, and actually, let me just look at the top donors. Um, there was a, a list, and Adam McGoyan had donated a lot, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he, he donated twenty five grand, and uh, Barry Jenkins donated twenty five hundred grand. So uh, yeah, if you go look through the uh, the top donations. It's really cool to see uh, a lot of not, a lot of names you'll uh, you'll recognize: John Waters, Alexander Payne, you know, a whole bunch of people. Uh, Jason Wrighton, Wrightman, Peyton Reed. So. Uh, good that people are, are coming together to support uh, art house films. So, and then, um, and speaking of art house films, uh, our our good friend Craig Rogers, who is a fixture in the groups, uh, he restored Satan Tango from uh, Bella Tar, and that already has a VOD, and it's well, we we kind of joked halfway joked, but it's only a seventy two hour rental for a seven hour film. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I I, I hate to you know, throw a wet towel on something that's really a blessing, but I'm like, I don't know if I can carve out seven hours out of 72. Yeah. Um, uh, but have, have either of you seen it? Satan Tango? I, I've not seen it. I'm, this is, again, I'm, I'm kind of like you, Aaron, where I'm thinking, well, how can I budget the time? I might be able to make this work, but <laughs> it would take a little bit of planning to do this. Well, there is going to be a uh, physical release and there's going to be some yes, sort of limited yes. edition with 300 copies. I mean, Wow. So I, I don't I have a feeling that might go for a, a pretty high price and will be out of print soon. But um, that, I thought that was idea. a typo. Is it three hundred, not three thousand? Three hundred, yeah. I don't I don't know That's if Satan Tango could could do three thousand. I I don't know. Maybe there's a more of a market for it than I, than I expected. So uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's um let's finish this out and do some short takes. So just a reminder to people that haven't heard the show, this is just a criterion we've seen lately that uh, that has struck our fancy so doug do you have a short take well i think i feel bad about saying terrible things about bruce lee so i am gonna say <laughs> that i finally checked out police story one and police story two which i've had sitting on my shelf for a long time and haven't watched it only because i have never in my life seen a jackie chan film not not even the the recent ones uh, you know, with Owen Wilson or whatever. I've never seen a Jackie Chan film in my life. <laughs> and maybe that's why it was, it was so pleasant. Like it was so comforting to watch this and, and he's so charming. Mm-hmm. I was, I was really surprised by that. I know that police story two gets a little bit of hate. Uh, I think that's only because it's longer. Uh, it's almost a half hour longer than police story one, but he's, amazingly charming the physical uh, stunts that go into this i 
Amazing. I'm amazed by I am amazed yeah. by this. Just it's watching really all of the special, special features and seeing yes, the fact mm-hmm. that he directed it and he was in it and he did all these stunts. I mean, this is not, it's something that I've heard in the past is that he is a talented stuntman and he's a great director and he's a fantastic actor. Again, I've never seen it. So maybe that's why this hit me so hard. But I would say if people have bought this and just put it on their shelves and they're waiting for a time to watch it, if you just want to watch something and be in a good mood, that's what these films are for. I did the same thing as you. I It sat yeah. forever and then I watched it and it was just a delight. So, yeah. Yes. I, and, and that's why I'm enthused about the Bruce Lee set. So I, I'm not going to equate uh, Jackie Chan and Bruce mm-hmm. Lee, although, although certainly there's an influence there. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it could be a lot of fun. Uh, so... Jordan, what's your short take? I've been doing a little bit of uh, looking at Italian neorealism, and so I put back on these two Antonioni shorts on the very first uh, Blu-ray I ever got. Uh, they're on the Red Desert disc. Oh. And so there's uh, Gente de Pol and NU. And I'd say mostly Gente de Pol is the one worth looking at. They're both really short, like slightly over 10 minutes for each one of these shorts, and they're... they're uh, they're nonfictions. They're documentary shorts that Antonioni made starting in like 1943. Um, and so this is very much in both the time period, but also the aesthetic and the social politics of Italian neorealism. Um, it's really beautiful photography, often poetic voiceover. Um, just really, really good to see also after the first time I'd watched them, I hadn't seen things like Paisan and Bitter Rice, which also depict the Po River. Um, so now understanding where the Po River is and how it's um, been documented in other films of the era, mm-hmm. uh, it's really, really great piece of work. And so if you're looking for something that has that kind of purity of neorealism, like the De Sica films, like we're covering Rossellini on the main episodes. We're, I'm going to be hosting a, a handful of episodes on the War Trilogy. Sweet. Which is why I was looking at these. And uh, these are more uh, neorealist than, than those films are but they're, uh, they're great. You know, I have the Red Desert disc, and I've not watched those shorts. I, I think Red Desert is a special mm. movie. Uh, different, yeah. different uh, I guess a little bit of neorealism there, but uh, yeah, uh, Antonioni had, had his own his own variety of that. Well, mine is, uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, Jordan, that you have trouble with musicals. I, I have trouble with any sort of filmed theater, and mm. that includes opera, actually, especially opera, Apologies to our frequent guest, William Remmers, um, and sometimes, uh, you know, like Avanya, it was tough. Uh, even um, even you know, my dinner with Andre, it took me a while to come around to, but, uh, and others. So uh, so the Magic Flute, I had seen it once, and I didn't really care for it, and I, I think it's just, I just wasn't ready for it. And so I got through the Bergman box set uh, to that period, and, I, and I, I let it sit for a little while, because that was next on the queue and I just didn't have the enthusiasm. It's also long. It's, I don't know if it's not quite two and a half hours, but close to it. And I put it on again and I gave, you know, tried to open my mind and I really did cherish it. It really is a pleasant experience. And if you don't get opera and if you have trouble following along and which is, you know, often the case, it's one of my, um, my gripes. I can't speak the language frequently. So Having the subtitles, being able to pause it and read the Wikipedia is fine. You know, that's I did that to keep up with the plot, and um, 
and it was really special. And I, I would say that um, kind of maybe not quite as much, but uh, the way Polanski handled um, Macbeth. Uh, I would say that the way Bergman hand, handled this Mozart play, um, you know, he kind of took it out of the stage, and um, and even though they were, the, the locations were all pretty you know, close together, you know, if you look, read the, see the behind the scenes, you know, they used a lot of the same sets, but still, there was a little bit of uh, magic there, and it's not just a filmed opera. So uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I'm actually um, I'm going to give uh, Tales of Hoffman another chance at some point. Maybe um, maybe this is a thing. So. Yep, and uh, Bergman box set is awesome. So, so that's that's. <laughs> I don't know if you need to tell anyone that. I would hope the listeners already know that it is. <laughs> and Jordan Courtney is selling his in the group. So uh, <laughs> usually we don't allow sales in the group, but uh, if, if you want to get rid of that sucker, I'm sure you'll find a taker. Not yeah. this Jordan. This Jordan's keeping his. <laughs> yes, yes, a, a Jordan Courtney uh, uh, piece of flair. So this is just something that's not in the collection that we are digging. So Doug, what do you say? Uh, I think I titled mine "More J Horror Go Arrow Video." Thank you, <laughs> and it's because Arrow Video. I'm so excited. I love Japanese horror. It is the late '90s, early 2000s uh, thing that I I got into and heavily into, and I was so surprised once, you know recently i was i was looking around and i even i even inquired online through criterion groups i said hey are there japanese horror blu-rays out there and there really aren't any in the states or abroad so aaron's mm. been doing a pretty good job i mean they put out audition and aaron i know you're a big fan of pulse and they did that but then it was a while but recently they put out the three ring films Mm-hmm. And recently put out the One Miss Call trilogy. Uh, both of those are fantastic. I think that as a set, the One Miss Call trilogy is a little bit better than The Ring, in that the second and third movies of One Miss Call are pretty good. Uh, the Ring trilogy isn't great after the first one, but I, I just hope that they continue to do this and and something like um, Shutter. And I know that they're coming out with uh, Tetsuo. Uh, the collection, I believe I'm just very excited that this stuff is finally getting the attention that I personally (laughs) think it deserves. So that's my piece of flair. They had, uh, is it dark water? Oh yeah. Dark water. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pull that off my shelf. Yeah. Um, I would say since you like bad movies, watch the, watch that last um, ring, the 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 faux sequel. Oh, I watched it. Don't worry, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's it's not even good in a good bad way. I don't think. I disagree. I loved it. Okay. In in a in a good bad way. So Jordan, what's your piece of flair? My piece of flair is Loving Vincent, which is a 2017 film that I sat on for a while, and oh. I don't know why I did this. It is so amazing. Do you guys know what this film is? Yes, I've, yeah, I've I have seen it. it. I have okay. it in the other room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for the listeners that don't know, so this is a fully painted animated film. So every frame is a unique oil painting. It's based on the, the work of Vincent van Gogh. And, I mean, it is so sumptuous and respectful like it sounds a little Mm -hmm. cheesy like to make a film in the style of van gogh and make it about van gogh and it just feels a little bit deliberate but they were really really um 
really careful with the way that they did that. And I, I feel like, you know, it takes some liberties with his style, but it's definitely there. Um, the textures, the color palette is, is, is very, very identifiable as his. Um, they, they did a kind of thing like you'll see with like digitally rotoscoping where they filmed it first and then they painted over projections and they did like 12 frames a second. So there's, there's a very, there's very um, obvious photographic consistencies. You can the, the actors are are visible, but um, it's it's just astonishing. I I would put it on pause and just look at it, just how beautiful it was. The handling of the lighting, um, and I am a fan of of Van Gogh's work, um, and this only it increased my enthusiasm for it rather than the opposite, which is probably why I waited to sit down and watch this. It's like like I'm gonna run through some statistics here. Sixty six thousand two hundred and forty individual oil paintings it it really is amazing yeah Yeah. Uh, breathtaking and you know i I don't love the film and it's not because of that i think it's just gorgeous and i I love i I think it's more the content and i have seen a lot of van gogh films i'm also a fan of van gogh so i yeah i appreciated the aesthetic but i had a tougher time watching it you know in motion and but uh but yeah if you haven't seen it it's well worth it it's there's really not a film like it um my piece of flair has been, I was looking for something light, but uh, maybe my last, well, except for the troll <laughs> the troll uh, movies, my my last uh, UK purchase that arrived is the Buster Keaton, uh, the the Masters of Cinema edition that was the part two. So this, the first one was uh, The General, Our Hospitality, and uh, Sherlock Jr. And this was the navigator seven chances and battling butler so by comparison i'm in the first volume was just titan some of the best silent film i think in history and the second batch are all very very good and i'd say seven seven chances is, is near uh, especially that last half hour um yeah the, he was just a master of physical comedy and uh, and he actually had some athleticism too i know they had sped up the uh, the, the cranking there but um but he he was still uh, he was breaking a sweat enjoyable films uh you know not again i wouldn't expect the general every time or sherlock jr every time um i'd say each one has a really just remarkable sequence uh the 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 navigator there's an underwater sequence that's a lot of fun Uh, battling butler has a um boxing sequence that's uh that's great and then of course the um the the, there's really it's kind of a chase scene um in uh in seven chances so really a treasure and if you want if you can import uh, the uh, the uk disc i highly recommend it if you can't it's these are cohen media prints mm-hmm. and i know there's a lot of hate for those covers <laughs> but um but the films look very good so if you just want to watch the movies you can buy the, the cohen editions so that's that's it all right good but, show but it, but in troll sunny bono gets turned into a tree stump how is that not your piece of flair i don't get it <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it says Trolls are my last arrival, so it hasn't gone into player yet, but maybe it will today. Maybe All it's right. the Godzilla. We'll see. All right, well, uh, Jug, Doug, where can people find you online, sir? Uh, if you want to listen to a podcast by Doug, you can listen to Good Times, Great Movies. And if you want to listen to a podcast by Paul, you can <laughs> listen to Shits and Giggles, as Aaron talked about earlier. And just find us wherever you find your podcast. And I apologize for not introducing you with that show, but I guess <laughs> it's more of a what have you done for me lately. What, 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 it's what a great show. Want? It doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's a good show. Yeah. Um, 
both both are really good shows and i, I, I thank you different females but it's it's nice to hear you and your yes. wife um and, yeah uh, isn't it isn't it fun it gives yeah. us something to do while we're trapped inside together all the time <laughs> there you go so they're like 20 episodes recorded now uh let's say 13 <laughs> okay jordan where can we find you well follow me on instagram at jordan so i've been posting paintings and drawings there recently and look for the main episodes of the Criterion cast covering Rossellini's War Trilogy coming soon. We've recorded the first one, and Scott and I is editing it, and we'll be doing Paisan in a couple of weeks. Great. I look forward to that. And so uh, this episode is going to be on the same master feed as those, so if you subscribe to that master feed, uh, it'll show up in your player as well as uh, everything that Josh and David are doing. So uh, we're getting some fun shows in there. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, AWES505, support Criterion Cast. Uh, Appreciate having a home for the show. And that's it. Pleasure having you guys. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Doug.